Good morning. Today is Tuesday, March 2nd, 2021. It is time to start Pesach preparations. And the good news is, we know what to do for Pesach during COVID. All the notes that I kept and the recordings and the emails, I hope that I would never have to use it again after last year, but we've got it all. The good news is all of the leniencies from last year will still apply. They're still in effect. All of the instructions for making Pesach this year have already been formulated and they will be repeated and available. And most importantly, we know we can do it. Yes, it was less than ideal. Yes, there were very negative aspects. Yes, there were some people who truly suffered deeply during Pesach. Yes, that's true. But many of us found that it was not as bad as we initially worried. And many of us found that there were positive elements in going through Pesach the way we did that we did not imagine or would not have been able to experience without these extraordinary circumstances. And we hope to build on that for this year. Hopefully, with your feedback, we can be even more helpful in providing resources that will be a benefit. And I ask you to please share with me. Now, I did take notes of everything you said last year. So I have extensive notes from last year of how it went and what worked and what did not work. But if there are aspects of this coming Pesach that you are concerned about, please let me know. And if there are resources that you think that would be a benefit to you, please let me know and I will provide them. I'll do my best to provide them. Yes, there is still a lot of uncertainty about what Pesach will be like, for example, here in Montreal. Where will the health situation be at that time? It is unknown. And that will affect issues like curfew. The number of people in shul. Will we be in shul? Remember last year, we were not in shul at all. Will we be able to have minion in shul? How many will be allowed? And I think the most important issue, which is unknown and is liable to be unknown until just before Pesach, is family gatherings. Will we be able to have family members or even friends at our home for the Seder, which is such an important thing. But if the medical situation is tenuous, We've got to be absolutely cautious about that because the scientists are telling us, the researchers are telling us that that is one of the most dangerous and frequent sources of transmission of people getting together in their homes in ways that they should not be doing so. So we must follow the guidelines strictly and carefully. And I want to stress following these rules, making sure that safety and health 
comes before every other mitzvah. This is necessary. We are getting towards the finish line every day. There is more and more evidence that vaccines are helping. They are lowering transmission rates. They are lowering infection rates. We're seeing this now all over the world and it should continue. We're seeing that even against the variants, they are providing a large measure of protection. And so I urge you to make sure to get your vaccine as soon as it is possible for you to do so, which is what I am going to do as soon as it is possible for me. And I've even discussed already the idea that if the only time that you can get the vaccine is on Shabbos or Yom Tov, get the vaccine. That takes priority. That applies here in Montreal, in a place where if you're given a time, it may not be easy to select a different time. If you can select a time easily within the same time frame that is not Shabbos or Yom Tov, of course that's preferable. But if the only time you can get it is on a Shabbos or Yom Tov, and if you don't take that appointment, you're going to have to wait a certain amount of time. I urge you, set aside the laws of Shabbos and Yom Tov and get the shot. This year, there is an added feature, and that is that the first Seder occurs on Saturday night. That makes the logistics of the first part of Pesach a little bit more complicated, but rest assured, I plan to make it very simple and straightforward. And it goes like this. On Thursday, March 25th, that is the day of the fast of the firstborn. That morning, we will have a Zoom Seum for firstborn. That evening, Thursday night, is the time for the search of chametz. You realize, of course, on the Jewish calendar, this is one day earlier than usual because normally the search for chametz is the night before Pesach. This year, that will be Friday night. We're not allowed to do the search on Friday night. We do it Thursday night, so we move everything forward one day. And on Friday night, on, on Friday morning, the actual sale of chametz to the non-Jewish person will take place. So that means anyone who wants to arrange for the sale of chametz must do so by Thursday night. And of course, that will all be handled remotely and virtually by email or phone calls, etc., as it was last year. So Friday morning, the rabbis will contract with a non-Jewish person to actually sell the chametz. And on Friday morning, at the proper time, we will have beer chametz, the destroying of chametz. You remember last year we had restrictions in place on how that would be done, and I will announce the details of that as we get a little bit closer. From that point on, for the rest of Friday and for the three meals of Shabbos, what I suggest is you should be completely kosher le Pesach. Kosher for Pesach food, kosher for Pesach dishes, and for the three meals on Shabbos, where we make hamotzi, where we are not allowed to have matzah, and if we have bread, we're going to have the problem of how do we get rid of the bread on Shabbos. Let's avoid the problem completely. The simplest answer 
And the most correct answer in terms of halacha is this year, buy a box of egg matzah. <clears throat> egg matzah is matzah that is mixed with a liquid other than water. So the ingredients are not just flour and water as they are for regular matzah, but a liquid other than water. Usually it's apple juice. Sometimes it's even a little bit of wine that is added. Egg matzah is in an, um, uh, an intermediate category. It is not permitted to eat on Pesach unless a person is sick and that's the only thing that they can have, but that's not real realistic in our day. So for all intents and purposes, egg matzah is not permitted to eat on Pesach. At the same time, it's not exactly chametz either. Our sages in the Talmud explain that when a liquid other than water has been added to flour, we are not clear how long it takes for the mixture to become chametz. If it's water, flour and water, we know that it's 18 minutes. So when you mix flour and water and you knead it and you roll it out and you get it into the oven within 18 minutes, we know for sure that's matzah. There's no chametz. But we don't know what the time is if it's a different liquid. And therefore, we are unsure about egg matzah. So the bottom line is we do not eat egg matzah on Pesach. However, it is not considered owning chametz. We're allowed to own it. At the same time, we are allowed to eat it on Arab Pesach. So this year, Friday night, Saturday morning, and even Saturday afternoon, we are allowed to eat egg matzah. Because even though there is a practice not to have matzah on the day before Pesach, that only applies to matzah that would fulfill the mitzvah on Pesach. Egg matzah does not fulfill the mitzvah on Pesach and is permitted on the Erev of Pesach, the Eve of Pesach. So, very simple. From Friday at the time that we destroy our chametz, you should be kosher for Pesach, dishes, food, utensils, only kosher for Pesach, including Shabbos. Have egg matzah. Use that for making hamotzi Friday night, Shabbos morning meal, and the Shabbos afternoon meal of Sudash Lishit, Shalshudis. When you finish, Whatever egg matzah is left over, simply put in the drawer together with your chametz food and leave it alone for the rest of Pesach. Very straightforward, very simple, and I'm telling you today, so your next uh, trip to the grocery store, buy a box of egg matzah. It will make the whole thing very simple, very straightforward, nothing to worry about. There is a tremendous benefit in the setup of Pesach this year. And I hope that each one of us will take it to heart and make use of it and recognize the benefit that we are being given this year. And that is when the first Seder is on Saturday night, it means that we can rest on the afternoon before Shabbos ends. We can rest on Shabbos. We can spend some time studying the Haggadah. 
reviewing some of the questions that we're going to ask or some of the answers that we're going to give, reviewing some of the printouts of the classes and the ideas for inspiration and content and discussion at our Seder. Maybe we could spend a little time practicing the Pesach play that we're going to put on for our family or whoever is well with us. But we will be able to come to the Seder for the first time in many years, Saturday night, refreshed, rested, ready for a meaningful discussion, sharing questions and answers, involving children if they are present. This is an opportunity to be able to really celebrate Pesach in a way that it's intended not so tired that we're falling asleep, not so worked to the bone that we can barely stand up or keep our eyes open, but rested and refreshed for the Seder. There is much more detail to come. I will be providing classes in how to prepare. I will be sharing Pesach ideas to make the holiday more meaningful, more inspirational. I will be offering resources to help with the preparations and with the experience itself. For now, and that's why I share this today, the only thing you need to know is you're going to have to buy Pesach food for one extra day, okay? You will need at least one box of egg matzah for the Shabbos before. But what I really want to emphasize is this year, let's make it simple. Let's make it calm. We will repeat the instructions for being able to prepare your entire house clean for Pesach in under two hours. Let's do it easy, calm, no stress. It is going to be a great Pesach. My friends, I wish you a wonderful day. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.